Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful uh, Thursday morning. It is cold, cold, cold out there. It is uh, 25 degrees. Cars frosted over, so uh, be sure and uh, warm up your car before you head out the door and uh, dress appropriately. Uh, my daughter, she was like, uh, she going to go to work yesterday. She said, is this is this okay to wear? She goes, I don't want to get hot later. I said, this time of year, best thing to do is just dress in layers. That way, if you as you getting as you get hot, you can shed a few uh, <laughs> clothes there and uh, be comfortable because uh, it is that's all bad thing about living in the south. You just never know if it's going to be twenty degrees or eighty degrees. So. Uh, <laughs> So uh, but keep that in mind. But I uh, hope you all are careful and uh, out and about today. Good morning, Miss Verda Campbell. Uh, thank you for watching this morning. And uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, I hope everybody has a good day. And uh, I think it's supposed to rain. I, I think that's what they said, but I can't remember 100% sure what they uh, said now. But uh, but anyway, I uh, started to read uh, our scripture, but we'll get that here in just a second. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, real quickly here, let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance. So if you have the uh, ability to uh, to stand where you're at, and gentlemen, if you have your hats on, please remove those. And let's uh, let's stand and uh, uh, do our pledge. Whoops, hit the camera here, trying to stand up. Hold on here. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all all right praise the lord for the ability to uh to do have that pledge each and every morning so praise god for that uh, sincerely i really do that we have that ability to uh uh, to say that pledge and the freedom to do so. But uh, poor Darlene Barker said, good morning, not, not fun working in it. I couldn't imagine. I say yeah, it would be tough having to get up and work on that old cold mess and keep feeling your hands or feet. And uh, and not only, not only do you have that to deal with, you've got smart elect customers you got to deal with too. So I tell you, I, I worked in retail for many years at uh, worked at the mall. And at that time, I probably worked about every store in the mall. But it just, I tell you, the, the holidays brings out the worst of people. Sadly, it really does, and just nasty individuals. I never forget, uh, you know, we had a, um, a little table out front, like most of these stores do, and it would have, uh, it'd be full of sweaters. Well, of course, you know, one of my jobs was to make sure that was folded, looked nice and neat. And you know, sooner get it done, here comes people just pulling them up, throwing them down, pulling it. And I was like, really? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> and, you know, or even worse would be closing the gate. I mean, closing time, closing the gate. And somebody would duck underneath the gate. And I'm thinking, D what are you doing? You know, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just like, what? It's, you know, I'm thinking, you, it's obvious we're closing. Why? You know, I don't know. I didn't have people come in and say, give me your discount. And I'm like, oh, you know, it is so... Uh, I, uh, had one woman really go off on me and tell me I need an attitude adjustment. So, but I told my mom to go home. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Angel Dixon said, good morning, Miss uh, Angel. So thanks for watching. So, uh, let's go ahead and look at our Bible verse this morning. We're going to look at, uh, first uh, Corinthians, uh, chapter two, uh, verse four. And, uh, uh, I didn't even bring it up so y'all can read along. I apologize. Let's see here. I 
didn't even put it over on the website so those on the west i won't be able to have that uh, ability to read along with us this morning but sorry about that uh, and it says in my speech and my preaching was not with uh, enticing words of man's wisdom but a demonstration of the spirit and of power and as me pappy always says bless this reading the hearing of it to our hearts you know my friends um the title uh, to this little devotional this morning uh, was Personal Salvation. And the reason why I put that as a title is that when we are saved, we understand Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, it should be a very personal relationship between you and God. You should appreciate uh, the, what Christ has done for you personally uh, should be of great value to you, uh, should be uh, of great value uh, that, uh, that, you know, it is so dear because you understand what Jesus Christ done personally for you. Uh, yes, Jesus did, uh, you know, die for the elect. Uh, you know, you look at that collective, but you understand that personal value, that personal relationship that you have between you and Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, each person's walk spiritually is their own. Uh, they're, you know, what you go through, what you deal with may be different than what I have to battle and go through. You know, the things that I battle, some people might say, that's no big deal. Well, it may not be a big deal to you, but it's a big deal to me. Uh, you know, it is, uh, uh, you know, it, because that's one thing we was talking about last night for those, I don't know, uh, if those watching this morning watched last night, but, uh, uh, my wife, she, uh, she fell asleep. So I showed you how, how interesting I was. So. <laughs> But, uh, uh, but, you know, it is, um, uh, we have been set apart and, uh, you know, we have been chosen. And I think that when you understand uh, that we are chosen, that we have been sanctified, all right, we have been set apart, uh, we, have, um, uh, we, are, we have become holy in God's eyes. Now, we, got, you know, we understand that we are still sinful people, but, you know, before we were separate from God because of sin that is in the world. And then when we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we are separated again, not from God, but from the world. We are different. In fact, uh, I'd like to read a verse here, if I may, in uh, uh, John uh, 17, uh, verse 19. And it says, And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. And, of course, you go on to read verse 17. It says, Sanctify them through, through thy truth. Thy word is truth. You know, so when you understand, uh, you know, that's why it's personal. That's why each individual has their own testimony. Uh, you know, not everybody has a, a Damascus experience, if you will. What I mean by that, you know, the, the dramatic way uh, in which God touched Saul, who became Paul, uh, his life, and uh, uh, in a dramatic fashion. Some people have a, a dramatic way in which God has touched their lives, uh, and some people don't. Hey, that's fine. That's what makes your relationship with Christ personal and unique and different from everybody else and how you were drawn uh, to Jesus. And, uh, you know, uh, just uh, I'm not going to go into my testimony this morning, but, you know, I, um, uh, I, I was saved when I was young and I strayed for many years and the Lord really, uh, uh, really got my attention. And, and, you know, of course, I told you all about the, the, the very real uh, dream that I had, but that sent me off on a journey that uh, uh, was hell on earth for a little while, you know, till I really relinquished to give my all to Jesus Christ. See, that's my personal experience. 
you, you know, some of y'all may have some incredible testimonies out there, or even, you know, what I, you know, some people say, well, I don't have a testimony. I've, I've always, you know, uh, got saved when I was young, and man, that's that's an incredible testimony. You know, for somebody to get saved when they were young and continue to uh, live in the faith. A friend of mine from high school, uh, I remember he always tried to serve the Lord uh, all through high school, and even out of straight out of high school, he was preaching and still preaching to this day. Man, that's that's admirable. You know, uh, that's a rarity uh, to for most people. Most people are like me, uh, sadly, straight for a little while, but um, but. When you think about personal salvation, it's beyond knowledge. You know, you, you talk to some people and they say, uh, you know, I pray for so-and-so. I wish they would get saved. Uh, but they, they really know the Bible. Well, you know, that's the problem. See, there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there who know the Bible. But they, they have a head knowledge, but their, their heart they, they still hasn't sunk into the heart. They don't have that heart knowledge. It's like the Pharisees. They had all the laws and rules and regulations and Bible knowledge of the world. But they had the head knowledge, but they didn't, it didn't, didn't touch the heart yet. And that's the problem with so many people. And so uh, it doesn't matter how much you know if it hasn't touched your heart and made a change and a difference in your life, then it is meaningless. And, uh, you know, it is, um, uh, when you go to minister, when you go to witness to somebody else, uh, and that's something we need to always be doing is sharing the gospel with those around us. And if you think it's useless, if you think, well, what's even the point? You know, this person's no way uh, they're going to listen. You never know. You never know how your personal commitment to Christ, you know, don't worry about memorizing anything. You just share how Christ has touched you personally. And that will speak volumes uh, in ministering and witnessing to someone else. And, uh, you know, in, there's been times in my life, you know, I, I started to, to witness and I thought, ah, what's even the point? Is there ain't no way it's burning all? But the Lord's like, no, I want you to. And I'm like, all right. So I'll say, hey, do you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior? And it, it, it and it's almost shocking, you know, because you, you the response sometimes that that I have received is, uh, you know what? I've really been thinking about that, and uh, and uh, it's been on my mind, and uh, I'm glad you asked. You know, it's like. You don't expect it, you know, because I'm so used to say, hey, do you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior? Yeah, and they go on. Uh, do you go to church anywhere? No, and they change the subject. You know, so I'm used to the uh, to the uh, the wall, if you will, uh, of uh, rejection. And when someone, uh, uh, when you ask, and all of a sudden they're they're quick to say yes, uh, yeah, I would like to know more. It's like, uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those deals. Like, do you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior? And they're like, Yeah, I would like to know more. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well, anyway, you're like, Oh, wait, huh? What you, <laughs> what you just say? You know, you're just used to saying, you know, well, okay, and going on. But uh, and I love those moments. You know, uh, I can think specifically uh, several times where and where that's happened. And I say, you know, and and get to pray that prayer of salvation with them. Oh my gosh, what a, what a wonderful thing. Uh, to, that happens, transpires, because, uh, you know, that's why you have to be praying constantly uh, for be, to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, that's one great thing to know, that when we are sanctified, when we are set apart, we're separate from the world, that it will eventually lead to what is another term I mentioned last night, to glorification. Uh, you know, as some, you know, we talked about sanctification, some would consider it positional sanctification, 
because we are have uh, been made holy before God through Jesus Christ, but yet we're sin filled. Uh, but uh, but one day we'll have glorification to where we will no longer be sinners and we will be perfect. And uh, I just couldn't imagine, you know, I, I fight so many thoughts every day. That's just like, oh my gosh, you know, he was in there praying and some crap thought goes through your head. And you're thinking, what Where does he even come from? You know, I'm sitting there going over my scripture memorization and some ungodly thought goes through my head and I'm like, what is going on? I'm sitting there trying to memorize scripture. Where is this coming from? You know, and of course, you know where it's coming from. The old devil's on the attack. You don't like you getting closer to the Lord and he wants to cause, uh, cause trouble. Uh, in our thinking, and uh, and he wants to separate us from the love of God at all costs. And so that's why we have to keep fighting against that. But one day, we will be, have, we will be perfected, and uh, there will be no more uh, temptation, no more sin. I, just, I, just, I can't imagine, you know, and a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace that we can never even imagine on this side of heaven, a love like we have never known. Uh, to see things, to see Jesus, to, to you know, it's going to be uh, incredible what we get to look forward to. And uh, I like, I'm going to read here. Um, I was trying to remember last night, and I paraphrased, but let's see if I find that here. Like I said, this isn't, uh, uh, this isn't canon. This isn't, um, uh, uh, you know, been approved by church fathers as as uh, inspired or like that. Uh, this is out of. Um, uh, Bar, uh, William Barclay's uh, book uh, it said that there's a famous unwritten saying of Jesus, the world is a bridge the wise man will pass over it but he will not build his house upon it and uh, for some whatever reason when I read that last night uh, before I, uh, in my studies uh, for, for preaching uh, that really uh, stood out to me uh, for whatever reason and I think that's the problem with too many Christians uh, they're, they're, not, they're, they're trying to build a house on the bridge man we're uh, we're just passing over that bridge. We're just passing through this world. Don't get caught up in, in the trivial things uh, of this world. Let us focus on the eternal. Let us focus on the rewards uh, that we will inherit uh, in, in, uh, in the eyes of God. And so, uh, you know, my friends, understand, you know, treasure uh, that personal experience, that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That is yours alone. And, uh, and cultivate that, work on that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, areas in our lives that we all have to battle. Uh, some have to battle depression. Some have to battle uh, alcoholism, uh, drug addiction, uh, you know, uh, loneliness. You know, there's a lot of areas that people have to battle. You know, there's so many areas of my life that uh, I'm just like, you know, uh, for so many years, and there's still areas I'm still working on. Like I said, it's not, not like I'm sitting here saying, oh, I've arrived and overcome it all. <laughs> Trust me, I screw up every single day. Uh, but there are certain areas in my life that at the time I didn't understand why I was having to go through it. And uh, depression, loneliness was uh, was a big factor. And uh, But, you know, as a pastor and as a counselor, I run into so many people who are battling those very issues. And, uh, you know, and, and even though I didn't understand at the time, I praise God I went through it because uh, it enables me uh, to, to help those uh, who may be dealing with those very same issues. And uh, so one thing I can tell you, if you are battling depression and, and loneliness, uh, you know, that's why you need to, to really uh, dive in uh, to God's Word daily, to give your all to Jesus Christ daily. 
you know, when you're, if you if you think about it, and this this doesn't mean to be uh, cold or, or cruel or insensitive, but at the heart of depression and loneliness is really self-centeredness. You're thinking, well, how am I self-centered? You know, I've got, you know, because you're only focusing on yourself and you're focusing on the problems and you're focusing on what you don't have, when as a Christian, a child of God, instead of focusing on those issues, you need to be focusing on the Lord. Instead of focusing on what you don't have, dealing with loneliness, focus on what you do have, that you have Jesus Christ, that you have uh, his uh, uh, eternal uh, salvation, that you have his eternal love, and that he is there, and that he will never leave you, and that he will never forsake you, and that uh, and what you do have, what he has blessed you with. Instead of focusing on the problems, and, and it dives you into depression, focus on the problem solver. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's a matter of, of refocusing you know, if you want to focus on the depression and the and the emptiness, by, by all means you can, and you're going to be miserable. But if you focus on the problem solver and what he can give you, what he can provide for you, see, that's why we are created. That's why so many people feel a void. That's why so many people feel like they were created for something more because they don't have Jesus Christ. When we have Jesus Christ, we are fulfilled. And we can understand that the reason why we exist is to serve Jesus Christ. And when we can spend that time of prayer, you know, and asking, Lord, how can I better serve you? Who knows how you can be more active in the church, more active in your community, more active in, in, in serving God in general. Who knows? And guess what? When you're focused, so focused on what God can do for you, uh, you don't have time to worry about loneliness and depression. And, uh, uh, you know, it's not to say that you still may not have those moments but you have to redirect, refocus. And when you start to feel those feelings uh, coming on, that's when you have to say, nope, I'm not doing that today. Today I'm focusing on the Lord. And just keep pushing forward. And that's all that we can do, working on that personal relationship. But you can't have a relationship with Jesus Christ if you're never praying, if you're never talking to him, if you're never reading the word and never spending that time. How many of you can have a relationship with anybody if you never talk to them, you know? Uh, you know, if I was with Brandy day in and day out and I kept trying to talk to her and she never responded and, uh, and it just was, was vacant all the time, well, you know, it would be hard for a marriage to last very long. Uh, the same thing with Jesus Christ. We have to, he wants to hear from his children. And when you are vacant and don't pray, except for when a cop's behind you, you know, that's the only time you're praying, there's a real problem there and there's a real issue. But that's why our, because we have been set apart, because we have been chosen, we have a very wonderful and personal salvation, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, should encourage you and bring you much joy because of, of that intimacy between us and God. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to serve you. Lord, help us day in and day out to put you first. And Lord, help us to constantly be working on our relationship with you. Let us have that open line of communication. Let us share our thoughts and feelings with you, Lord Jesus, that you would lead us, guide us, and let us be sensitive and leading the Spirit. Direct us in the, in the paths of those who need to hear the gospel. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and protect us this day, Lord. And pray that you be with those in the world, those in this nation. They'll come to know you before it's too late. 
Lord, be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. Lord, be with our uh, brother in Christ, Mr. Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray to be with Roger Winters, and I pray to be with Linda David Feathers, Ginger and Troy Hood, Jane Kitchings. Uh, I pray to be with Larry and Dinah Knight. I pray to be with Richard Campbell and his father. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you be with uh, those watching this morning and that you would guide them in their day and keep them safe and well. And Lord, I pray that you be with us all and to lead God which will protect us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, uh, Miss Darlene says, thanks, Doc, for my morning shot of faith-filled encouragement. Thank you, Miss Darlene. I appreciate uh, those kind words. And praise God for using me in any capacity to offer that encouragement. And that's my goal every morning is to encourage you, start your day off right with a smile and uh, and kick off. See, me being a morning person is, is starting to pay off for so many years. I, in school, uh, people would look at me and say, somebody ought to kill you because I'm always, uh, you know, uh, pretty much like I am now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of kind of excited in the mornings. Now, come midday, I'm dragging, but in the mornings, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. So I'm glad it's finally paying off. So, But uh, uh, if you want to share these devotions, uh, of course, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 here on social media. And uh, if you don't, if your friends and family don't do Facebook, they can watch live on our face on our website, flbconline.com. Which, by the way, reminds me, we got some new and exciting things coming on uh, with in regards to our live streaming. We're working on. Uh, we primarily try to use Facebook. That's not working out. So we got some new things we're working on, and Lord willing, uh, that'll make it easier for everybody to watch. So be uh, keep an eye out for that. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Donkey Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, and no video, but you can listen to all of our devotions and all of our uh, uh, sermons as we're going out and about your day. Well, my friends, thanks for watching, and I hope everybody has a wonderful and blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.